0: Hello again, welcome to the Content Strategy Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Halverson. This podcast is brought to you by contentstrategy.com and Braintraffic, a content strategy consultancy. Find out more about Braintraffic at braintraffic.com. Hey friends, welcome back. I am here today with Ms. Karen Cross. Karen is the head of content design at Atlassian. They are the folks behind Jira and Trello and Bitbucket and Confluence. And uh, Karen is passionate about creating compelling content driven experiences that solve real user problems. One of my favorite things. Karen holds a master's degree in human computer interaction from Carnegie Mellon University. Her background spans user experience design, information architecture, conversational UIs, workflow analysis, and user research, making her the perfect person to lead a content design practice. Karen, welcome to the Content Strategy Podcast. It's nice to meet you, Christina. Looking forward to this conversation. I know, I'm really excited. Uh, we spoke briefly uh, several weeks ago. Uh, you, uh, Atlassian, is a Very wonderful sponsor of Confab this year, and we appreciate your participation and support. So while we were kind of chatting about that, we also started talking about how you have been building out the content team and associated disciplines at Atlassian. And I said, oh, I know people who would be interested in that, and they are the people who listen to this podcast. So (laughs) thanks for agreeing to come on and chat.
1: Uh, Karen, tell me a little bit about your position at Atlassian. What is it that you do? Absolutely. So uh, I am part of our product design org. And about four years ago, we brought in all of our formerly technical writers into our product design org. Uh, But about eight months ago, I unified all of our technical writers into our new team called Content Design. Uh, And what I do is basically, we together we own all the words and all the information that our customers use inside our products and across our products to use them more effectively. So that's pretty
0: amazing because I think that in a lot of product development companies, uh, the tech writers or the UI writers or the UX writers or whatever it is you know, that, they, that they call, the folks who are responsible for the words, sort of sit with the different products and report up through different product managers whose idea was it to bring these folks together? Whose sponsorship did you need? And tell me a little bit about the process of how that unfolded.
1: Absolutely. So in terms of the process, um, I was part of the original conversation to bring our writers into our design org about four years ago. And the main reason is that we saw kind of, uh, no pun intended, the writing on the wall. uh, And we saw that increased importance of the, uh, the, copy inside our products to help and support across our products as we move forward. And we're like, you know, technical writers were originally part of our quality assurance group. Um, They still have a a critical part in that side of our journeys, but we really see this need to do proactive content design and not just reactive, not just cleaning up after poor decisions or sometimes the best compromise we could make in shipping something, but actually being in the process from the get-go. So we brought everyone in, but we did have them, just as you said, independently uh, reporting to different product design structures. Uh, So it was working, it was a a step forward, but it was just a step. Uh, And then over the past couple of years, we've seen both the benefits of that start to play out. So we've started to see designers and writers become more and more integrated in process, collaborating together. But we also saw challenges. And so, about eight months ago, I talked to my uh, my manager, the um, our head our head of global design, a wonderful man named Jürgen Spangle, and we talked about some of the things that we've been hearing independently with, from all the writers across our design org. And they had uh, shared frustrations around career growth and development, um, about feeling like their needs and their voices, while being amplified by their particular product design managers were just part of many different competing pressures that those, those uh, heads of design had to deal with. And also they felt like they were, uh, they were doing a lot of inefficient and frustrating experiences in terms of constantly trying to strive to catch up to what's happening, to what our customers need. And so there's a lot of inefficiencies as well. So uh, I shared the idea, my, my, my Jurgen came to me, but then I, I jumped on it and said, hey, look, now is it time to actually mature and leap forward with our content experiences. Um, We both agreed it was, and so we made it happen Um, in a fairly short turnaround, about a month or two of conversation. um, I had unified all the team. I would renamed the team into content design. I had shared um, internally my basic approach towards organization and how I was going to approach the next six to 12 months for the team. And now I'm starting to approach my first full year uh, moving into our fiscal year planning in July. And tell me what that looks like when you say,
0: here's how I'm going to approach the unification of the team. What does that mean?
1: Absolutely. So this was an interesting case where I wanted to think about, okay, do I take really bold moves in unifying the team? And so we did the same thing with our research team about 12 months prior. And what, they, what our wonderful leader there did was, she was very bold. She had a very small team um, so it was only about a dozen researchers scattered across each of our product spaces. And they were struggling uh, in terms of having impact and not being, very rea- and being too reactive and not being strategic. And so she made a really bold choice. She's like, I'm going to pull them all out and do, do strategic research for the next 12 months. And so when I was looking at content design, I'm like, well, I can be as bold as she was. But is that where we are in terms of our maturity, in terms of where our state of the union is for content design? what are the really the big principles organizationally that I believe around the role of content design and product? And I came up with three organizational principles. Uh, The first was that I believe our current and future users need great content across journeys, not just moments. I believe as part of that, we don't. We need to move away from simply just doing a doc or a piece of copy in one element, but instead think about the end-to-end journey for our customers. And I wanted to make sure that our team was organized to, to look across that journey. The second thing, however, I realized that was different from our research team was that in particular for content design, the product and domain exper- ex- expertise has been and will be and will continue to be critical to crafting great experiences with content. Um, this means that it's hard, you can't pull out a writer who's been working on Jira and put them on Confluence and expect them to be successful. It's a different set of audience, it's a different set of users and needs and problems. Uh, same thing, you can't take someone who's been deeply enmeshed in Bitbucket and then move them over to a very different product as well we need to build and leverage on that product and domain expertise that they've been growing and establishing to actually be able to amplify their work and make it more effective for customers. Uh, So those were the first two organizational principles. And the third, the one that I think I've made the least strides on so far, but I'm hoping for fiscal year 20, is that we need to evaluate and invest in growing the specialized skills of UX writing, help content and developer content. So, those principles the journeys, the product and domain expertise, and uh, investing and growing the specialized skills of UX writing, help content, and developer content were my three organizational principles that led me towards a fairly matrix structure of uh, continuing to have the embedded content designers in each of our product fields, but still rolling up to me and starting to have that strategic and uh, horizontal connection across the journey as well. So, I have those deep uh, set of content designers in our tech products like Jira and Jira Family, and a different set that are really focused on our more all teams kinds of products, more general use like Confluence. And then I have a different group that goes horizontally across the journeys with our uh, platform and standards, as well as our buyer experience of getting people into our products effectively, delivering on the promises set by marketing, and then going deeper across into support uh, and growth through mastery of our products. Oh
0: my gosh, I have so many
1: questions. (laughs) That was amazing. Thank you.
0: So okay, let's talk about I, I'm interested to hear because what what you're describing is what a lot of folks I think sort of have their eye on is oh maybe we need centralized content oversight, centralized content development, you know, where all the content folks are kind of operating from the same playbook and yet they sort of go out and they sit with these different teams. But that are are you able then to kind of bring all of the content folks together as a team or feeling like they come home to one another from these different product teams? Are they still pretty split? I mean, tell me about what, I guess, tell me about what benefits you have seen about centralizing the content folks the way that you have.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And so, yeah, I I do invest very heavily in community. Uh, So we do a couple things along that lines. We do have uh, quarterly uh, town halls to share uh, and, uh, the outcomes and the major successes we've had, not just in helping our customers, but how we've approached those problems. What kind of relationship-building tactics we found working with product managers or engineers or designers? And what kind of process improvements have we had? So I've really had that uh, quarterly town hall as one of the elements. We also have a regular fortnightly sparring, since it's Australian. So every two weeks is a fortnight. And we spar every two weeks in terms of sharing some of the work that we're doing helping each other be more successful, helping each other see what kinds of uh, questions are we forgetting to ask, what kinds of ideas might we have from a process or relationship perspective to actually make it even better for our customers. Um, Third, we have a fortnightly uh, uh, asynchronous uh, team meeting. And so we use our internal Confluence Instance to share what each of us as design leaders, as content design leaders, are thinking about what's keeping us up at night. We also have a tre- an uh, embedded Trello board and our async team meetings where people share photos of their, of their families or their location or their gardens when it's winter in one part of the world and summer in another. Um, uh, Alasian is a very Australian company and so we try to reflect that and incorporate that in a very inclusive community. So we've had these kinds of knowledge shares that continue to happen, and I think that's where we started to see a lot of the benefits from working as a unified team. Um, We're also excited to have our very first content design day uh, when we go together in Sydney, Australia in a couple of weeks. We're actually going to be talking about some of the shared problems and wins that we've had across the team and how do we leverage each other and learn from each other.
0: And are you the person who's driving these, okay, now we're going to do this fortnightly sparring and now we're going to do the town hall and now we're going to do this. Is that, is that you who is, who's driving those? Are you sponsoring those?
1: Yes, uh, it's me for a lot of it, but it's actually my leadership team as well as from the ground up too. It's a mix of all. And I do believe that you need both top down and bottom up changes and awareness of potential problems and, and solution spaces. So for example, the fortnightly sparring Uh, was the brainchild of some of my leadership team, um, including a wonderful man named uh, Tony Starr, um, but a bunch of others as well, uh, to kind of figure out how do we share across the globe? How do we actually help each other regardless of where we're located? The uh, notion of having uh, time in Sydney together and taking advantage of that. I started by saying, hey, look, what do you think about taking advantage of the fact that we're all going to be there for our annual overall design org event and do something for content? So I had the original essay, question that I poked to my, kind of, uh, I sent to my team. And immediately, a bunch of different folk raised their hand and said, awesome, that sounds cool. Can I run with it? And of course, my answer is yes. Uh, and so it's been from then they've taken into, into directions and ideas that I would never have come up with myself. So it is, it's a group effort. It needs to go from top down, bottom up. It needs all of us kind of keeping our eyes open to what's working and what's not working and how might we make it better. Karen, how many people do you have on the
0: content design team overall?
1: Uh, there are sixty-one of us right now.
0: Oh, that is like a dream a come true.
1: <laughs> and how and how large is it? Last year and overall, uh, right now uh, I believe the official uh, numbers are around three thousand. Okay,
0: and where where's everybody located? I mean, is it just kind of all over the world, Are people remote?
1: Absolutely. So as I mentioned, we are an Australian company. Um, while I'm I, I'm based here in Bay Area, California. Uh, the, I'd say about two-thirds of the company is uh, in Sydney, Australia. Uh, the remaining third is scattered across a couple of offices as well as remote. So I'd say we have a large contingent here in the Bay Area. We have two offices in San Francisco and Mountain View. We also have an office in Austin, Texas. We have offices with content designers in Gdańsk, Poland. And we're slowly growing up a new office in Bengaluru, India. Um, in addition to that, we have a couple of folk that we are bringing in now as remote, and we're starting to mature as a company in embracing what does it mean to be a remote company? How do you have teams that are fully remote? How do you set them up for success? So yes, we're basically all around the world, which has its own challenges as well.
0: I think that what you need is a content strategy podcast host to go on site with all your locations and do individual interviews with people. What do you think? <laughs>
1: I think
0: that sounds like a lovely idea. You're great. Welcome. Yeah, I have a host in mind. <laughs> so when, you, when we started talking, you, know, you said there, you realized some really amazing benefits from centralizing your content folks. Tell me about any challenges that you've faced. I, you know, as, as much as organizations I know would like to say, mm-hmm. and now we are magically centralized and now all our content problems have disappeared and all our communications are way better. Of course, that never happens. So tell me about some of the challenges that you've faced.
1: Absolutely. I'd say there are two main challenges. One is the individual challenge. So, as you sort of alluded to, as a content designer, if you're embedded and sitting with, for example, the JIRA team, you have almost tribal affiliation with the JIRA team. But you are also a content designer by craft. And so you often have a tribal affiliation with your JIRA content designers. And then you have a looser affiliation with, which is about 60 folk. And so this can be hard for people. It's like you can feel almost all of all, you know, a member of all teams, but also a member of none. Uh, Do you feel like you're always an orphan in one group or another and you never quite know who are your people? Um, And so that feeling of teammanship of how do you have, how do you be part of a, a global community, be part of many teams in a way that makes you truly feel part of many teams and not an orphan stepchild of all those teams. So that personal and team challenge is one of the ones that we struggle with. Uh, Second, as wonderful and grateful that I am that we have such a large team, we're still not in many ways large enough. Uh, We struggle with uh, over a dozen products that we support. We support end-to-end experience from getting people into our products effectively with onboarding and change reporting with copy inside of our products, with support experiences outside of our products, with helping a growing community uh, and setting up the right structure to help our community start to have user-generated content. So I feel like we're still spread really thin across all of those dozen products, across the many different systems that we have. And so I think prioritization and how do we focus on the most impactful work and forgive ourselves for not doing all the things all the time. And so that uh, area of prioritization is something that we also are struggling with.
0: Do you find that since people are reporting into you and are not necessarily being specifically managed by their products teams, mm-hmm. do you find that they are better empowered to say, this is best practice or this is what I recommend or you know, this is my expert opinion and, and that they are better heard versus you, know, you, are, you are somebody that needs to fill words on the, into the product and you're gonna do what I say? Do you you know what I'm saying? That was very, very ill put, but you get my point.
1: I totally get your point. Um, I would argue that I haven't seen or heard of enough success stories of because we are now centralized, Mm. we are having bigger impact. Instead, what I've seen is that it continues to be very much a case of the particular investments we've had in relationships between the content designers and their designer counterparts and their product managers. There are many teams at Atlassian that I think are actually quite mature in terms of bringing content designers from project kickoffs and moving forward. Um, and having getting into a room together of a designer, a content designer, a product manager, and starting to riff and co-create experiences and craft them, sometimes from content-first perspective, sometimes with simply thinking through where is the user coming from, where do they need to go how do we take all of our special specializations and make it effective? So we've had a lot of successes, but I wouldn't argue that it's necessarily due to the centralization. I think thus far it's been due to those that investment in relationships, the types of individuals, the way that those teams have worked. What I want to see as we start to move forward is how do we start to push uh, that expertise in a way that's not dictatorial of listen to us because we're the experts, but instead is helping bringing people into our problem space, helping them be aware of what we've learned from the industry, from best practices, from how we might tackle some of the problems that we have through great content design. And so that is something that I think we need to do more of as we move forward, because I feel like the, the wins we've had on that side have not been due to the decentralization. And I want to have more. I want to have some of those teams that have struggled start to have some of that success as we move forward too. So when you
0: mentioned that you are able to come to the table to say, look, here are some of the skills and the insights that we've learned, you know, as best practices, where where are you turning for those skills in the industry?
1: Ah, good question. So in terms of uh, where we've learned from the industry, I think the challenge there is we haven't seen a lot of great exemplars. We have, to me, this is just like when people ask me, what's the best product design you've seen? And I always struggle because I see problems everywhere and I see opportunities everywhere. Um, I don't see one company as a game changer. I don't see one company as perfect. I see a lot of things I wanna pick and choose and cherry pick from uh, to come up with a wonderful uh, set of fantastic experiences. So uh, to me on those cases, We've seen, I've seen some good work from obviously from Stripe, from Shopify. Uh, I've seen good work from Microsoft. I've seen good work from a lot of different companies in terms of how they're approaching uh, both product content strategy as well as how they unify that with marketing content strategy. I still struggle with having a lot of it. One of the things that we're trying to hire for right now is our very first principal content designer. I and mean, we really want to have a thought leader there. And we want to have someone who has. You know, rolled up their sleeves and dove into this prob- a similar problem space and starting to figure this out together and collaboratively uh, and having that impact. And we've struggled with, fi- with finding that person, honestly, uh, because there just haven't been people that are approaching it from a product perspective, from a helping you- people use our products effectively and kind of the same kind of multi-product challenges that we have at Atlassian.
0: Yeah, interestingly, I'm hearing that same challenge from a lot of other product organizations. And I think that part of it is simply that the practice of content design, or again, I think that folks call it product content strategy, you know, the UX writers or UI writers is a term I've seen too. um, you know, that that these practices are really only recently being recognized as Specific areas of specialty that are strategic contributors to the success of a product. And to your point that content is something that needs to be treated strategically across the entire user journey and not just on this button here and in this user manual here and in this sales copy over here. So, you know, I I think that we will see in the years to come that level of expertise popping up more and more regularly. But right now it's just a practice that is being built. And that's why I was so excited to hear about the work that you're doing, the uh, Paths that you are forging, because I think that 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 in and of itself is a best practice that organizations can look to.
1: I agree. I'm honestly, it's one of these cases where I'm just basically keeping my eyes and ears open. What can I che- learn from different teams and different companies? Uh, what can we be like? One of the things that we realized at Alassian, and I think a lot of uh, companies have realized, is that our customers, everyone's users, experience uh, a product as a journey. Um, They don't just come in and arrive out of nowhere and then try to do something. And so how do we look across the end to end? And I think the realization that we've had from our content design org is we are that thread that weaves that connected human experience across the journey. We are the ones, we use our techniques and our practices and and our information to help hold our customers' hands and help them from wherever they start, wherever that is, to actually, ideally, getting value and feeling uh, proud and confident of the work that they're able to do. Karen, I
0: really appreciate your taking the time to come and speak with me on the Content Strategy Podcast. Before we wrap up, tell me... Kind of as you as you look into the next years to come, tell me what is most exciting to you. Uh, you know, one of the things I think that you mentioned before that that I know is is exciting, motivating to you is the the idea that uh, you know, folks were feeling sort of stalled in career growth and opportunities. And, and you, now you have this opportunity to grow these folks, you know, out beyond kind of the work that they're doing now and take on more leadership roles. I know that you mentioned how, seeing best practices and how inspiring those are for you in your career and in your position. What are you really looking towards in the next couple of years? that's exciting for you. Well,
1: oh, so many things. Uh, the nice thing for me is that I do think it's gonna take time, but I actually think that time is a really important aspect to doing a great outcome, and that it will shift and change our users and their maturity will change. But right now, I'm, I think I'm excited by many things. One is, can we take the original foundation that we've formed, uh, we have a public facing set of components and standards, our design.atlassian.com site. Can we take that and build on that with stronger content, uh, with stronger design principles? Uh, How do we better start to to crack the the hard, hard challenge of scaling? Um, And so the scale problem is going to be fascinating. How do we improve the process as part of the scaling problem? And to me, the other part is we are moving into a world where people have a a range of deployment options. People have self-hosted products. They have a lot of work in the cloud. Things are changing every day. And how do we help our customers navigate that change? How do we help them not feel scared or worried or in the dark about what they all have and what they'll experience as they come in to work the next day, as they try to work better in teams and deliver better impact for their own customers? Uh, so that change and kind of navigating to that change uh, and fear uh, and emotion that our customers go in, go through is fascinating to me from uh, an experience design and from a content design perspective.
0: I am excited too. <laughs> you are incredibly inspiring. And uh, I know that uh, my listeners are going to feel the same way. Um, it's just you're forging cool new paths for writers and content strategists and content designers within Atlassian. And um, I hope that we can stay in touch so I can hear what great things are, are yet to come. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you, Karen. You've been listening to the Content Strategy Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Halverson. This podcast is brought to you by contentstrategy.com and Braintraffic, a content strategy consultancy. Find out more about Traffic at, of course, braintraffic.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.